Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the woods and the little girl. Once upon a time, there was a wood, vast and primordial, dark and beautiful, dangerous to be sure, but teeming with life. As such, it attracted the attention of people. The folk living at its edge would leave their safe, organized little clearings to enter the wood and steal life for themselves, hacking the flesh of its trees with their axes, ripping the skin from its animals to add to their own. One day, a child entered the wood and became irrevocably lost. Thank you for calling Fenwood House, a historic establishment offering comfortable accommodations to wanderers, stargazers, and tourists of all kinds. Dorothy Harper, proprietor. We're sorry to have missed your call, but if you leave your name, number, and the date you're interested in booking a room, we will return your call as soon as possible. We hope to see you in Mount Absalom very soon. The child searched and searched, but could not find her way out. It was not her fault, nor was it the wood's fault. Sometimes people simply lose their way. Mom, we just came from Rudy's funeral. Memorial. Same difference. I'll lay out a spread. I'm telling you, nobody's hungry. Uh, actually, I could eat. See? This is why you always have food at a funeral. The first thing people forget to do when they're grieving is take care of themselves. It wasn't a funeral, it was a memorial. Same difference. Are you okay? I'm fine. Are you sure about that? Don't. Because you don't want your mom to be right? Because it feels disrespectful to laugh right now. I think if Rudy were here, he would say something like, On the contrary, Lily, laughter can be an unconscious expression of relief or release. 
like a yawn or a sneeze. You can't help when it comes, and when it comes, it helps you. <clears throat> now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go help Dot in the kitchen. I'm starving. I think if Rudy were here, he'd want to be alive. It's not your fault. Isn't it? You didn't know what he was going to do. Well, maybe I should have. Maybe we've all been taking this so lightly, like it was just... A spooky adventure. One of those theme park haunted houses where the only real danger is someone gets so scared they punch the vampire clown. That's oddly specific. Three Rivers Haunted Hell Asylum's only first aid certified scarer. I had to treat the clown's broken nose more than once. (laughs) But they were right. Chester and Hazel. They were scared, terrified of what might happen if Silas... I thought they were just being Chester and Hazel, but they were right. It's real and the danger is real and Rudy is dead and I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't even know if I want to do anything about it. Except run. Me too. Me three. I don't know. What are we talking about? Here, we've got some ham. We've got some turkey. We've got some salami, cheese, bread, and bagels if anyone wants to go wild. I'll be back with some mayo and mustard. Mom, you don't have to... Can't hear you. I'm getting mayo and mustard. You want a sandwich? Totally. I'm starving. Here we go. Oh, a message. Hello, Mrs. Harper. This is Ava Franklin from the Julian Heritage Community. I just wanted to follow up with you about your visit to us and see if you had any other questions. Also, I wanted to let you know that we only have two vacancies available now, so if you are going to make a decision, you will need to do so soon, otherwise you will be waitlisted. Again, this is Ava Franklin from the Julian Heritage Community, and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Mom, was that the old fogies home? Yeah. I didn't know you all had been looking at facilities. We haven't. Oh. Marisol, will you excuse us a moment? I'll just be outside with my sandwich. When was this? The day of the crafternoon. When you thought I was shacking up with Russ? He and Maureen and I, we went... We went. I thought... I thought we weren't keeping secrets anymore. It wasn't a secret. It was... It wasn't supposed to be a secret. It wasn't a big deal. We would go and see the place and say, hell no, and then go to that fancy dance hall in Julian that pretends to be a speakeasy and serves classy booze. If it wasn't a big deal, why didn't you tell me? I was going to tell you after. I was. But then things kept happening. Spikes and the bottling works and Jamie and Rudy. And the more I thought about it... The more I think, I think I should go. To the assisted living facility? Now? Absolutely. Right now. Call Silas. Tell him he can have the house and try not to kill anyone we really like. No, not right now. We're going to figure this the fuck out. But afterward. Yeah. I think it's for the best. Okay. 
I fully intend to still be all up in your business, even from Julian. I never doubted it. If you thought you had any privacy at Marisol's record store, I will be there every day. I mean, every day. I know. <gasps> Maybe you can make me one of those spinny signs to twirl from my rocker out front. This way to the golden groove. What about the house? What about it? Who's going to take care of it? Take care of the things? I don't know. Mom. What? I'm right here. And that's great. It's wonderful. I'm over the fucking moon that you're here, and I get to see you every fucking day. It's the best. But this, being the caretaker or whatever the fuck this is, I don't want that for you. Because you don't think I can hack it. Because you shouldn't have to. You should be able to just go on with your life running a music store with Marisol and being the coolest, gayest couple Mount Absalom has ever seen. Or not. You could break up tomorrow and go be a rock climbing instructor in Switzerland. Whatever. I don't care. I'm proud of you either way. Just send me a postcard with fucking goats. But you should not need to worry about people dying in the woods just because you forgot to water some fucking stones. Mom, this isn't your fault. Isn't it? I forgot to do my part, whether I meant to or not, and now Rudy's dead. That's on me. That's my fault. And if I hadn't come here, if I'd just stayed with you and your dad, you wouldn't be in this situation either. That's on me, too. Well, by that logic, if you hadn't broken your leg, I never would have come here, and I wouldn't have met Marisol. So I should be thanking you for setting me up with my girlfriend. You're welcome. Let it never be said I never got you laid. Mom. This isn't a game, Lily Bell. It's not some grand adventure. It's life. Day in, day out life. Equal parts boring and dangerous. The consequences are real, and that's a burden. You have enough. More than enough. Hell, I'm your mother. You have too much. I want the best for you. And this, it can be someone else's problem. We've done our part. What if, what if it's what I want? Still? After this? After Rudy? I don't know. Maybe. First of all, I'd say then you need to be the one heading off to the funny farm instead of me. Be serious. And second, I'd say be sure. Be really sure. I didn't exactly know what I was getting into when I came here. It was an impulsive decision. <laughs> you? No. Because it's not just you, it affects. It's me, and Marisol, and your dad, and Cynthia, and Spikes. The spikes. You think I haven't noticed your old play pal hanging around her, Joey? I don't think that's just coincidence, Lily Bell. I've been reading some of the old journals, and I think... I think that's the house reaching out, or the town, or the... Bloom an onion, or whatever it's called? One who blooms. The point is, it might notice her more because of you, just like it noticed you because of me. Are you okay with that? I... I don't know. Well, neither of us has to decide right this second. And we've made Marisol wait awkwardly on the stoop long enough. <laughs> yeah. Besides, I have to make sure you get that good lovin'. Mom, gross. Marisol, we're done being serious. You can come in now. 
Look who I found outside. Hey, Dot. Lily. Thought you might be hungry after the funeral. Memorial. Right. Well, I thought I would bring over casserole. A casserole? From Russell. Well, isn't that thoughtful. What kind? Eggplant parmesan with sausage. (laughs) I'm sorry, did I say something funny? I'm sorry, Russ. My daughter is just being a child. Come into the kitchen and help me get some plates so you can dish me some of your eggplant. Another entered the wood to try to find the lost little girl, her father. He went into his forest to chop and cut with his axe as he had many times before. He thought to himself, if I just chop enough and cut enough, surely that will bring my little girl back. And so he chopped and cut and hacked and slashed deep into the woods, farther than he had ever gone before. He went too far. And there, in the darkness, he was lost forever. Wes. Oh, uh, hey, Nora. What are you doing here? Where else would I be? No, I mean, that's not what I meant. What I meant was, I didn't expect anyone else to be here. Did you not? Uh, no. You do not come here hoping you would find someone else here? Someone with a pleasant smile, gentle disposition, and a befuddled but charming manner? You came here looking for Rudy, too? Yes and no. Okay. It is not important. Okay. You know, Dot told me once, all you have to do to get someone to talk to you is say nothing. Like if you just stand there and say nothing, eventually they'll start talking to fill the space. I've never been very good at doing that. I did come here because of Dr. Pelton. I also came here because this... This is my home. My space. The place I have lived, for lack of a better word, for a very long time. It is, should be, comfortable, safe. And yet, I cannot bring myself to go inside. It does not feel safe. It does not feel like mine. Not anymore. I get that. I made my house up here once. I'm aware. Oh, right. It wasn't very good, though. I've heard this as well. Incredibly creepy, according to Lily. Not at all safe. But then, it really wasn't my safe place? Not really. Not this me. It was also the place I died, which is kind of weird. I died here, and have had no previous problems with the structure. Which makes sense for you. But now, it's like my parents, right? My parents didn't stay in Mount Absalom long after I died. Maybe they tried for a bit, but... It's like you said, it didn't feel like home anymore. Didn't feel safe. And also, it probably just made them sad, like the house was haunted or something. Not like actually haunted. I wasn't there. I don't think. I mean, figuratively haunted? By the memory of me. I understood. Okay. I am not sad. You're not? I am. I was. 
very angry at Dr. Beltham before, to the point I did not think I wished to see him again. And now he is gone, and even though my feelings about his actions were entirely justified, I feel guilty for not wanting to see him. And that also makes me angry. But now, I would very much like to see him. I would like to walk inside the observatory and see Rudy and tell him how angry I am at him dying. But... But... If he's in there, if he's like us, it isn't really him. It's not the same Rudy. Not the one you were mad at, not the one who was your friend. That Rudy might not like you. Or worse, you might not like him. That is correct. It's fine. He won't be in there. Oh. Hey, Abby. You sure? It's a working hypothesis. I think... I think there has to be a reason for you to come back. And you don't think Dr. Beltham has that? I don't think it has anything to do with Rudy. I think whoever... Whatever brings you back has to have a reason. Um, Abby, why do you have a sledgehammer? Because fuck Silas. Fuck the one who blooms and fuck this fucking observatory. That okay with you? You will not damage the telescope? Just the walls, doors, windows, tables. In that case, I would like to join you. Wait for me! I don't suppose you brought food, too? I'm starving. Eventually, the little girl found her way out of the forest. The wood hadn't intended to keep her. The actions of her father were not her fault. However, even as she left the trees and birds, the rocks and wolves, the darkness and light, even as she left all of it far behind, the wood knew. One day she would return, because they always returned, always. They could not, would not understand, no matter how many times it was taught to them, the singular lesson they were meant to learn. People do do not belong in the woods! This episode features Mark Soloff as Silas, Michael Turrentine as Wes, Clarissa Cherie Rios as Lily, Marsha Harmon as Dot, Amelia Bethel as Marisol, Anuja Vedia as Nora, Kathleen Hoyle as Abby, 
Clint Worthington as Russell. Christy Bolton as Ava Franklin. Written by Jim McDaniel. Sound design by Alexander Danner. Directed by Jeffrey Nils Gardner. Music composed by Stephen Poon. Recording engineer, Mel Ruder. Associate producer, Ani Engdahl. Unwell lead sound designer, Eli Hamada McElveen. Producer, Haiti Souffrant. Executive producers, Eleanor Hyde and Jeffrey Nils Gardner. By Heartlife NFP. And a special thank you to our supporting producers from Patreon. Cam Benfield, Megan McLean, Carolyn Kostkasten, J.D. Horn, Adam Goodman, Nick Keenan, Caitlin White, Calico Davis, and Steve Diamond. Heartlife wishes to acknowledge that the land where we live, work, and tell our stories is occupied land. Unwell takes place in southern Ohio, which is the territory of the Miami people. Unwell is produced in Chicago, Illinois, which is the territory of the Peoria, the Potawatomi, and the Miami peoples. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Where am I? Welcome to Desert Skies, Traveler. Your journey through the physical plane has come to an end. I am the attendant. My colleague here is the mechanic. Yo! This is your last stop on your way to the great beyond. It's our job to make sure you're prepared for the ride. Now, before hitting the road, we have an impressive selection of over 34 varieties of microwavable burritos. Um, what, what? What's going on? There's got to be a better afterlife than this. I mean, come on! Uh, that's offensive. Something seems to be wrong with me. You left something major undone. I have a life outside of this gas station, you know. You quite literally do not. Any hobbies? Nope. Ever travel? Nope. Love interest? Are you kidding? Oh my god. You're like the human version of a plain bagel. Cash register. How can I help you, attendant? Play some music? You got it. It's kind of funny, though. What I needed wasn't back there. It was here, waiting for me. I wonder what it feels like, Mac, to miss the physical plane, the people we left behind. You know, I had a wife who died three years ago. Wish I could go back. No, you don't need to go back. You just need to be here. And a new traveler approaches. Ready, team? Ready. Good. Let's do this. Find Desert Skies wherever you listen to podcasts.